people don't like to look themselves in the mirror. That's the hardest thing to do, you know, is, is to critique yourself rather than point the finger, you know, and, and everybody hates change. So to actually do that and say, I'm wrong in a lot of areas. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm saying I'm wrong in a lot of areas. That takes a lot of willpower, you dig know what I'm saying? So it starts with self first. Welcome to the Kings and Queens podcast, where we enter the minds of leaders with a vision and learn why greatness truly resides within each and every single one of us. Recognizing the kings and queens of the world one voice at a time, here's your host, King Lapo. What is up, Kings and Queens family? This is your host, King Lapo, in the building. I hope everyone's having a blessed and tremendous day. Yes, we are back with another great episode. I know it's been a while, but your boy is back. In this episode, we got a special guest who's an up-and-coming music artist straight out from the Netherlands. He's been featured on platforms such as Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. In addition, his music videos truly capture the true essence of R&B and soul. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce you guys to Mr. Eli Green. Yeah, we good, we good. <laughs> no problem, no problem. How you been? I'm good, I'm good. Having 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 a good day, man. How how's everything over there in the in the Netherlands? Yeah, man, it's good over here, man. The weather is not too good at this point, but uh, other than that, we're we're having a, we're having a, a good time for for as far as that's possible, you know, with this uh, COVID thing and everything. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. So you know what is what what we like to do here on the Kings and Queens podcast is you know to introduce you to the family. So. You know, for those who may not know who you are, you know, just go ahead and give them a general background, you know, where you're from, you know, born and raised, any, anything you want to add, college you want to, let them know. Yeah, man. So uh, my name is uh, Eli Green. I'm from uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Um, I've been making music since um, I was uh, 18 years old. Wow. Um, and, you know, I've been uh, enjoying that process a lot. Um, I've, during my, um, you know, the, the, the process of building my career, I also went to, uh, school. I did my H and D's in, um, communication and uh, multimedia design. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, I, that's where, I, what I graduated in. Nice, nice. So that's more of, um, you know, it's, uh, it's more on the side of, um, marketing and, you know, making sure that digitally your product is being, uh, communicated in, in the proper, proper way to your uh, target audience and the people that you want, um, to, 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 to have them engage with whatever you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something that I, I never, um, intentionally did that study um with the uh what's it called the the motivation of uh, being able to um combine that with my music but now that i'm you know doing this for a long time um already and i'm noticing how important it is to actually have a good digital branding yeah i'm, I'm seeing that this study has helped me quite a bit so I'm, I'm i'm grateful for for that you know and uh having been able to uh graduate that's good. and um yeah man um so yeah that's basically uh me in a nutshell in a nutshell yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Okay, nice, man. So, um, you know, I'm sure the Kings and Queens family tuning in right now, you know, they're excited to hear your story. Uh, so, you know, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. So right now, music um, that you're currently pursuing, is that something that you're doing like for a living right now? Or is it something that you're doing on the side balancing with like work or something? You know, kind of let them know a little bit about that. Yeah, man. So, uh, of course, my ambition is to, to be able to do this full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, uh, it is something that I, I am doing uh, on the side, even though it doesn't feel that way because I'm busy with this like on an everyday basis. You know, yeah. I I do believe that if if, if it's something that I really want to achieve and it's something that I need to pursue, like on a daily basis you know yeah and so that's that's really what i'm doing but uh other than that i'm i'm working uh i'm, I'm working full time okay um and yeah man it's 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 finding the time and uh, energy that yeah. i left yeah. in a day to actually uh do what it is that i i, I really want to achieve and that is making it into uh the music um for long on on long term mm-hmm. i feel that i feel that yeah. so how, yeah. what, what was the point or the moment i could say when you knew that you know music is something that you wanted to pursue you know how did how did you know that uh because you said you started writing or singing you know at 18 uh you know was it what, what is was it at that point or you know it's kind of always been in you that you knew you kind of wanted to pursue this i remember my um my granddad, he would come and visit um, me sometimes in uh, in uh, in Holland. Mm-hmm. And my granddad is he's Nigerian, um, so he would ask me sometimes, you know, what 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 I wanted to be when I grew up. Okay. And I knew I knew at that point that he could only he would he would only be able to hear three answers that he would be. <laughs> okay with you know yeah is a doctor uh, yep you already uh, know engineer <laughs> or uh i i forget that third uh lawyer maybe a lawyer yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. they only give you so, three options uh, crazy three options bro. anything else just don't even mention <laughs> right any other thing that you want to that you want to pursue because it's not it's not fit into you know his beliefs mm-hmm. but I just told him at that point, like I wanted to be a doctor, even though I felt that that's not what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. always knew that I wanted at that stage, I wanted to do something in uh, entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly that was, I didn't know yet. I did know that I, I really liked acting and okay. uh, that that was, was something that I I, 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 I don't know. It just clicked when I saw movies and stuff. Yeah. And then later on, when I, you know, became older, I really started uh, like when I was 13, 14, that interest in music started to really, really um, cultivate uh, inside me. And then, you know, when when I was like uh, 16, 17, I decided no, when I was 15, I remember first mm-hmm. recording my own voice over like a Tyrese beat, <laughs> Tyrese <laughs> instrumental yeah. on this old computer with these like very, uh, you know, these office headphones oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that you would only use for like Skype calls or or you know uh, me conference meetings or you mm-hmm. know any, anything work related. That's what you would use it for. But other than that, you don't 
use it, but I just decided to just record a song on it just for fun with my with my sister. Most um and and first time I heard that I was like, wow. I don't know, something just lit up inside me, I guess. And mm -hmm. from that moment on I knew like, okay, I wanted to do something with with music, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah man, that's what I just started to pursue it. And at first it was just for fun, but then the idea and the dream just became more vivid and you yeah. know I I just started to seriously pursue it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I always, I always tell because a, a friend of mine, you know, we kind of had this, this discussion the other day and just kind of like how you just said something like lit up, you know, from inside you that you kind of knew that, like, OK, like this is this is what I want to pursue. You know, I feel like, you know, right now, like nowadays, you know, even whether, whether whatever household you come from, you know, Nigerian household or if you come from the Netherlands or, you, you know, you always have family that they want you to pursue something. But you know, if you if, if something that you want to do is, you know, falls kind of outside that, of that criteria, you, you might be hesitant at first. But at the same time, it's like you can never fight it because, you know, deep down inside, it's like, damn, like, you know, with you, it's like deep down inside, you know, like, man, like music is what I want to do. So it's like yeah, you can't escape that feeling. And I feel like is I feel like, you know, it's kind of a we, we should be kind of grateful to have that feeling because, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know what their passion is or they don't have that feeling with something or they haven't True. found it they haven't found it yet you know so True. i feel True. like you know especially nowadays with all the technology we have and you know nothing's impossible you know you have a, a lot of music artists you have a lot of people you know whatever it is they want to be models sports you know there's so many different avenues that you can be become successful in it successful in True. rather than the norm the typical norm that you know our parents and you know older generations you know were were used to so yeah i like how you said that you know you kind of went with your instinct and you said you know what even though this is not something that my grandpa would you know <laughs> like he didn't it doesn't fall within the three top you know you know career uh careers that he had in mind but you knew yeah. like okay like nah like you know this is gonna be different for me so yeah man so how do you so going back to that how do you how do you stay like consistent or like how do you keep that uh that that fire alive because i know some i know that there's going to be some days where you you know you're doing music and you're like damn like you know some days are harder than the others is some days you might not really feel like maybe like recording something you want you might want to chill like how do you get through the, those days most definitely man um yeah it's a good question mm -hmm. um and um i, I mostly uh just try and and record something okay. um on a daily basis like maybe three to four times a week i would just get into my like booth that i sort of built in my house and mm -hmm. just record something and even though i uh, know beforehand like no whatever i'm i'm gonna record today it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's not gonna be good you know <laughs> i i still go through that process of just trying mm -hmm. um just in case my creative my creativeness does start flowing on that day true and um and the reason why i i do that is because i know that the biggest artists they have off days Thanks. on their tours or on the, the 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 studio sessions that they have booked maybe with other artists or they have a lot of pressure from 
so many people and they may have months or even years that they're like, okay, I don't feel like uh, doing this right now. But yeah. they themselves, they find a way to um, to make it to make it work for themselves. And that is maybe that they think about uh, what they want to pursue and, you know, they, they think about, um, uh, I don't know, I don't know exactly what, what they could be thinking about, but for mm -hmm. me, I just look up, I just look up to them and I'm like, well, if they can do it, then I sure as hell have to be able to find a way to do it as well, you True. know? And, um, yeah, that's just the way I try to look at it. And of course, if I'm in the booth that day that I don't feel good, after 20 minutes, I'll be like, okay, you know what? That's it. I'm not going to do any recording anymore today. But still, when I, you know, uh, end my day, I'll still feel more fulfilled than just skipping it because I yeah. don't feel good. You know, if that makes any sense. So, no, it uh, does. Yeah, man. That's how I just try to stay consistent in uh, in my workflow because i just know how important it is to just keep at it and you know i don't have to do an hour or two hour sessions every day i don't need to write a bar every day but mm -hmm. at least just try and attempt to go into that flow is is enough that's the only thing that you can ask yourself even if you're uh, not feeling uh, too good no man i think i think you're right because uh i feel like just allowing yourself and pushing yourself to just you know, go in the motions of, you know, recording and, you know, writing music, even though you might not feel like 100%, 100%, but like every little step, you know, it matters. It kind of adds up. Matters, yeah, because yeah, like you just said, you have, you know, like artists, like top artists, and they, you know, they might take like a year off, two two years off without any make, making any music. And we, and we, as like the consumer, we're wondering like, damn, like, this person fell off, but really, you know, there's so many things going on in people's lives that yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, re remember that sometimes. And sometimes they get into slumps as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we forget that, but at the same time, it's kind of good what you said, good, good at what you said. You said, uh, you know, you're always, you know, making sure you're, you're doing at least something. So like, you know, you never know when that creative juice is, when that creative spark is going to happen. And, you know, yeah, it's better, it's better to do that than like not doing anything at all. Because all, yeah, because yeah, I found that like, like if you don't do anything at all, you can you can run into like a cycle of not just doing anything, and then slowly, you know, what you what you were passionate about just starts getting like kind of like uh, further out of reach in terms of your goal, and yeah, man, you kind of have to keep yourself in that uh, atmosphere at all times. Um, so yeah, that's good, bro. Um, it's so, like what you said, mm -hmm. like uh, you, you know, you if you if you just. Um, if you're not going to try and get into that state of creative, uh, being creative, mm -hmm. that means that you're going to wait for that spark to come. Mm -hmm. But but the truth is that um, nine out of ten times, that spark is not going to come by itself. You, yeah. need to start, you need to start running the engine. Like, like it's like, it's like um, exercise, you know? Yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. If your body is cold and you try to lift weights, you're going to have an injury no matter what, Thanks. you know, but if you warm yourself up to it and mentally and physically, you warm yourself up to it and you prepare yourself to lift that big weight that you've mm -hmm. been wanting to lift, then 
your chances of being able to do that is going to are going to be more are going to be bigger because you you know you tried and prepared yourself exactly uh, tried to prepare yourself for that moment but if you're going to wait for that moment to just come to you magically then it's it's yeah it's just never going to happen just that that's just not the way things work you know yeah no so, you're uh, completely right yeah i found i found the same thing man cuz sometimes you know like you said it's not going to happen unless you put in the work and it's just like if you keep on waiting it, it sometimes it's like a mindset thing too sometimes you know as creatives or you know like artists whatever it is you we kind of hold ourselves at a you know we kind of you know hold ourselves at a, a certain uh accountability we raise the bar on ourselves and we might be a little bit too hard on ourselves to where like we're kind of in our head a lot like oh man like you know why should i even do this cuz like if I, you you're thinking it's not going to be good but to somebody else's eyes they they might be like damn like Eli, you should have dropped this a long time ago. Like this is fire, you know what I mean? And you know, in, in yeah, your yeah, eyes, <laughs> in your eyes, you're like, eh, it's not even that good. But to them, it's like, nah, man, like release this. And sometimes we get in our head, we want everything to be perfect. But the thing is that yeah, it can never be perfect, right? Because like you're gonna look, perfect, yeah, bro, you're gonna look back at the songs that you're doing now, and like, yeah, like they're fire, they're good. You're gonna look back and be like, damn, like I've improved, you know, since then compared to where, where I am now. So. If you if you look at if you look at it like that it's like damn why why should I even you know be stressing about myself and in my mind and might as well just keep on you know with going through the motion and and allow that uh that creative spark to just happen like naturally but yeah, uh, yeah bro exactly I agree with you mm -hmm. so um yeah so I also seen you know everyone that's tuning in Kings of Queens family right now you know Eli Green you know it's not his first first podcast or anything you know oh man he he does this for real for real you know so if you guys search him on youtube <laughs> i saw that you had this um you know this thing that you it's kind of like a radio talk show you know you said it was called uh fun x right yeah man okay so dutch radio station okay dutch radio station so go ahead and tell the kings and queens uh family about that like how did how did you how were you able to you know get on the radio station and you know i saw, I saw that you you know sing, singing a couple of tracks uh a couple of uh, of uh, people's um you know kind of features i think you had one that you're kind of singing on top of like a drake's song or something like that you know how did how did all that come about um so that phonics um uh i would say period or era uh is from like 2018 mm -hmm. and um actually when when i heard that i was i was um I was gonna I, when I heard that they picked me to uh, to be one of the artists to be in that competition, uh, which it was. It was a sort of a, a talent show, but then through the radio, um, and they would also film our performance and put it on YouTube. But initially, it would be on the radio mm -hmm. um, uh, as a sort of a you know talent show. Um, when I heard when I got the call. Um, saying that they had selected me to be one of the uh, artists to um, uh, uh, to join the talent show. I was actually in, uh, in LA, man. Oh, really? I was, uh, yeah, man. I was in uh, I was in LA on a holiday with uh, friends of mine. We were uh, on a road trip, and I think at that point I was actually in Santa Monica mm -hmm. um, or Santa Barbara. I can't really remember where exactly, but I do know that I was in a. <laughs> It was in a Motel Six, <laughs> so uh, yeah, man. So uh, I got the call and I was really excited, and I told people about it through my Instagram story. Like, you know, when I come back from uh, LA, 
um, we're gonna um, we're gonna um, participate in this um, talent show. And so uh, I came back, and then a month later we started the recording. And um, yeah, man, it was a lot of it was a, it was a lot of fun for me. Um, I got to do uh, the songs that you mentioned uh, live. Um, at first, I did my first, my own single, mm-hmm. uh, do that dance uh, live, okay. and then in the second and second and third round, we got the assignment to actually remix a song and do a complete cover of another song. And so I, I chose um, I chose that Bad Bunny and Drake song. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, for my third round, I, I I thought you know let me just try and do something radical, and I chose. Um, uh, the beat from uh, "Don't Stop Till You Get It" oh, yeah. uh, Michael, Jack- Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yes, sir. And, uh, I, I I tried to do a, uh, my own uh, version of that, and um, you know, looking back at it, I I'm gonna be honest with you, it's it is somewhat cringe <laughs> if I look back. <laughs> but um, you know, it's something from that's from three years ago, and after that competition, I really started looking at myself like, okay, what what is my own sound? You know, what is mm. my own sound that I want to communicate to the world, you know, and I didn't really have my own sound yet. Okay. And that's why I think looking, looking back at it, I, I think that's why I did not um, win the competition and I wasn't able to win the jury over because I was doing all kinds of, I was trying all kinds of lanes, mm. you know, and my, 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 the dark, the, the people that I was, the artists that I was competing with, they had like an, a certain idea, a certain sense of what, 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 what sound they wanted to, to uh, communicate to, to their fans. I see. So that's something that I really, really started uh, understanding that it is very important for me to have my own sound my own brand that mm-hmm. I, I i i i i run with you know yeah and I, it was after that competition that i was like okay i need to really go back to the drawing board and find out what my own sound is and you know i uh during that competition i made it to through the through to the semifinals nice. and which and I, I was really happy about it but that's something that i really learn from from participating in that contest like mm. finding my own sound and uh you know now uh, i'm happy to say that i did so that's good. i'm grateful for being able to enter that uh, competition yeah yeah i think that's i think that's probably one of the hardest things as as an artist especially coming up because you know you have so many artists now so it's like damn how are you going to set yourself apart amongst everybody else you know you don't want to sound like everybody else right so it's kind of you have to find like your own like your own sound, like you said, so that you're not sounding like these other artists, you know. So people when they hear you, they're like, "Oh no, that's Eli Green." Like they already yeah, know, man. you know. As soon as they hear you, it's like, "Oh yeah, that's Eli." Like I already know. Yeah, you know, it's not Drake. Yeah, it's not somebody else, you know. So no man. They, they know right right from the jump, uh, and that's kind of that's kind of good too, because I feel like it goes back into kind of anything you want to pursue. I feel like we have to kind of find our own lane. And then, you know, once you yeah. find your own lane, find your own sound and you become, you know, um, successful in that, then you can st- kind of start trying different things. Because if you, if you look at it, like, like, for example, we'll use Drake as an example, right? Like when Drake started, how he was rapping, Drake's a completely different rapper from when he started now 
and how he is now in terms of rapping yeah. and singing and everything like that. Because remember, he was really the yeah, first man. one that was kind of like rapping and singing. And then, yeah, and so like how he was able, able to become creative in that. And, and now you have him, you know, he's, he's jumping on UK artists tracks and yeah, you know, <laughs> he has the whole, the whole accent and everything like that. And then you got, <laughs> you got to sign Jamaica and all that stuff is like, man, yeah. like, it's like, damn, he's doing yeah. a lot. But if he if he started yeah. doing that, people would have been like, man, this guy's trying to sound like everybody else. But it's like he's already established himself as Drake from the beginning. So now yeah. he's kind of able to like, you know, try different things. And it's kind of cool right. seeing that, too. Yeah. So I think with you, it's kind of the same thing. Like right now you found your sound and then as you become uh, better, better and more successful, you're going to be able to, you know, tap into different things. So I kind of want to segue yeah, exactly. into that because, you know, you're Nigerian, too. So, you know, yeah, how, how do you how do you plan to like kind of like elevate your music and tap into like the Nigerian uh, community and market and, and things like that? Um, good question, bro. Um, the thing with the Nigerian music right now is that it's, it's very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it. I like it that it's, that it's so popular, you know, with the burner boys and the whiskey yeah. and, the, and uh, much more, much more artists that I can't name right now, but my sister knows them all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a very popular sound, but it's a certain type of sound. Mm-hmm. And me, myself, I noticed that I don't really listen to that certain type of sound right now. If I do hear it, though, in the club or mm-hmm. when my sister plays it or when it's a part of a playlist that I'm listening to, mm-hmm. I always vibe to it. You know, yeah. I always vibe to those to those drums and, you know, to the way that the artist used their vocals on it to to without too much effort just make it you know sound so vibey you know what i'm saying so um it's it's really really nice only the thing is that it's not something that i myself would directly listen to i'm more of a party next door black Uh, i like that uh, i like that drake kendrick lamar okay um vibe you know um but I do really, really at a, at a later point, like what you said, once I've established my own sound and mm-hmm. once people have have established me and linked me to a certain sound, I'll be able to actually segue into different sounds. And with with that, I'll have the reach to be able to um, contact producers and say, like, look, I'm Nigerian myself my initial sound is like this party next door new wave mm-hmm. sound kind of r&b-ish trap soul yeah. sound and i i want to find a way to mix that african sound uh, to, to mix that nigerian west african sound into that i want to find a way to blend that you know yeah yeah um so that's so that's something that i really want to do when it comes to making the album, because like an album is all, all always an opportunity for you to show different sides of your creative spectrum. Yeah. You know? And um, but until that time, I want to just focus on this sound that I'm I'm pushing now. And then, you know, when it comes to album mode, I'll be sure to you know uh, also tap into those uh nigerian sounds like what kendrick lamar did what for example with section 80 mm-hmm. um uh, with the pimp a butterfly his the jazz influences yeah. how he mixed that with trap and hip-hop it was 
it was beautiful man yeah. it, was, it was it was it was so unique and that's something that i really want to do i see uh, in the future yeah. i like that yeah and, and to be honest i think that's what really sets apart you know artists from you know everyone else i think that's really what when you can do that and become very successful and fluid with it that's when it like kind of puts yourself on the map like you become kind of uh you know more iconic in in your in your uh role as an artist because people see mm -hmm. you know the diversity you know people people like that too like once you you know once you get to that point like i'm telling you right now like people in nigeria they're gonna love you because they're gonna be like damn like this guy's from the netherlands and he's nigerian too and he he's able to you know relate to us and in, in terms of his sound you know keeping that party you know party next door you know like vibe that you have but also kind of like when you find you know when you are able to kind of like combine it with the nigerian you know afro beats kind of thing too that's gonna be that's gonna be something special you know um, yeah man definitely so right now you it's said it's gonna be hard yeah it's gonna be hard <laughs> but um I'm yeah for the challenge man. facts yeah, definitely. facts yes sir uh so right now you you only have uh, singles out right so you have uh i know yeah. you have this one uh, called stickham you have do die dance if i said that correctly yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh what what is what what do those mean because you know everyone listening kings and queens family majority of the audience they, they you know from america or the uk yeah. so you know, go ahead and then kind of like tell us, you know, what the meaning behind those two singles are. Yeah, man. So, uh, Stikum is uh, a song released in uh, 2018. Um, and it's, it's really about, um, yeah, doing like, I sing about liking a girl, mm -hmm. wanting a girl, but she has a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So my, question to her in that song is if we can do it if we can do certain things without him knowing <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's that that's really the essence the essence of um of yeah. that song so stickum yeah. is like sneaky like do it and mm. doing but not 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 necessarily very sexual but like I see. you know giving signs and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that not that we're really that she's cheating yeah and with uh, on her on her on her boyfriend but that you know we are mm -hmm. teasing and entertaining the possibility I you see. know that's that's really what that song is about I see. and then uh duty dance is, is, is literally means do that dance and it means it's really about me seeing a girl in the club being tipsy and then just approaching her and dancing with her man yeah okay nice nice so then uh, fast forward into your newest uh, single called bad um you yeah. know how did how did that come about how was your because uh, this one you know when someone hears it it's kind of like has like a uh you know kind of rap vibe to it as well um mm -hmm. you know how did how did you want to port portray that to people listening to you um that is, is is really for it's also like uh related to like uh women mm -hmm. um but it's it's really it really stands for like bad women like in all, every sense of the word you know mm -hmm. independent women that are on their grind and you know they they know what their their their, their worth is and they're hustling and they're trying to get their money Mm -hmm. um but they also acknowledge the fact that you know they're human beings yep. who like who like to you know um 
engage sexually with guys and <laughs> be beyond that beyond that uh tip as well and you know be uh, you know uh, uh, uh do stuff that are related to you know yeah. uh those things i don't know how uh in 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 how how um explicit i can be yeah, yeah, in, this part, <laughs> in this podcast but um yeah yeah man that's 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 essentially what it's about you know we uh, and that's what what i i i i um i i sing about in this song you know okay. um yeah man so that's yeah that's, that, that's yeah so i know i know we got you know a lot of females definitely gonna be females listening to this podcast right now and they they probably <laughs> they're like oh eli he from amsterdam like i want to hear him talk <laughs> talk a little dutch like so, so in, in your music you know you have majority you know you're speaking you know in in your language dutch right and not, not too much i think you you do mix a little bit of english in there right sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. okay I'm so if you if that. you can give us i guess from from uh let's go with with a single bad if you can give us like a yeah. line or a verse from there where you're kind of speaking Dutch, so everyone can kind of like hear, um, you know. Oh no, bad is bad is fully uh, fully English. Bad is fully uh, fully English. Yeah, okay, man. give me give me anyone uh, any other single then. Yeah, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So it's um, it goes as um, it goes like uh, ik denk aan de spanning die we geven. Zij belt, want ze is nu home alone. Dus nu denk ik aan haar beel en aan haar benen, yeah. Veel vaart, linkerbaan naar Wasserhond. Ik zit met mijn hoofd bij wat we deden. Al, al die dingen staan ook op mijn phone. Dit keer wil ze nog iets langer zweten, eten. Ze likt het op een superhoog niveau. So that's um the first verse from hey. the Jeez. Hey, hey, hey. That's, that's good. I, I already know. I already know. Kings of Queens family going crazy right now. <laughs> We're going to stop there. <laughs> and then after, like, towards the, the outro for everyone tuning in, I'm going to play um, Bad as the outro so people can hear that too, right? So, uh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was good, man. I, I, I see what you're talking about. You have that party next door kind of smooth R&B vibe to it. Um, so I'm going to ask you this, like the people, like, what are like some like artists that inspire you? So I, I'm, I'm assuming party next door, but like, what are, what are some other artists that kind of like inspire you? Um, in general, you know, when I look at, uh, delivery, tone of voice, uh, brand, um, morals values mm -hmm. uh then kendrick lamar is by far my biggest example thank you um just just because you know of his the way he portrays himself the way he carries himself uh without any effort at all he's yeah. able to uh communicate his 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 language and the way he views the world um and his ability to self-reflect Mm -hmm. is uh impeccable man it's uh it's something that you know every artist can learn from um and his is not necessarily wanting wanting to do it for for fame just for just to be famous but for 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 really for his family to be good for compton mm -hmm. you know to to be to be put into a good spotlight you know you can with every move that he makes you know that he does it for more than just 
fame and money yeah. and you know it's intentional yeah man it's very intentional and uh i love him so much for 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 doing that and and showing the world that artists can still have that energy you know mm -hmm. in this modern uh in this modern time yeah and uh yeah that musically i would say that drake would be my biggest example when okay. i look at him how he markets himself and yeah. how diverse he is with this modern music and how he's able to tap into certain genres that was that were like we discussed before not mm -hmm. directly meant for him but he still finds a way to make it his own exactly and make a sh make a shitload of money yep. doing it you Facts. know um so i have to commend drake for that and he is he is for that reason a very big example for me uh, musically and then you know in that same lane i would also put like uh, party next door and black mm, um, that's good gonna young thug Mm -hmm. um melodically these guys are are top notch you like uh, uh brent fires brent fires brent fires yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah but he's cold very, very <laughs> he's cold yeah, <laughs> at Bro, first coming up yeah coming man up. I, I like the i like i'm a real big fan you know bryson tiller too um but yeah, like when, yeah when brent fires came but up not, not more than like after trap soul i yeah i haven't i didn't get that same vibe from bryson tiller. i know right trap soul is <laughs> I was, bro, I was thinking the same thing. I was having this conversation with uh, one of my homeboys the other day, and I was like, damn, that, uh, like, Bryson Tiller, like, like yeah, his new stuff is, is cool, but the first one, man, Trap Soul, that, that really hit, you know? You got Exchange, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. don't, don't, yeah, like, open interlude. Yeah, 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 that one was fire, bro, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hoping he gets back, to, you know, to kind of, kind of that, uh kind yeah. of a, a wave that he was on last time but i mean like like you said man it being an artist is hard you know having to come up yeah, with something man. new and and you know someone if, if like the audience already thought that that was fire it's like damn like how is he going to you know come up with something that's better than that so it's, it's a it's a hard process for sure but yeah i man. think that that's the beautiful thing of being an artist you know you kind of always have to step your game up mm -hmm. So um, let's let's go, yeah let's let's go into uh, your music videos you know so everyone tune in right now you know if you haven't seen Eli Green's music videos go ahead you know make your way to YouTube you know type Eli Green we are gonna give you all the all his handles after the podcast but if you look at his YouTube videos his music videos crazy like they look professional like so how did you you know who 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 did you reach out to to like start making music videos and you know the whole team behind that like how how did how does that how does one start, uh, you know, making good music videos like the ones that you have right now? Uh, yeah, first off, thank you, man. I yeah, no problem. you uh, watching those videos and, uh, you know, saying those things about it. Um, appreciate that. Uh, no, my, my team is, uh, is, is from, it's also from like way back, man. Like, um, one of my best friends, uh, Marain, mm -hmm. um, he, um, when he first got into making videos, that's when I also first got into making music, like on a serious note. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, he's also the one that introduced me to a producer. His name is uh, Timo Ross. He has like a, a pro producer collective uh, called Two Three Beats, where he makes uh, a, a beats for like big artists um, in Holland. Okay. Um, and so when 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 Marijn first started, I also first started. 
and he tried to link me with uh, Timo at the time um, because the two of them are also very good friends. Mm. And um, so he linked me with uh, Timo and as we were making music, Brian really heard that, you know, there, there was something different about my sound and he really wanted to uh, 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 um, um, make a video for one of those songs uh, that mm-hmm. I was doing at the time. And I was also always told him, like, look, we're going to definitely work together because I had already seen some of his work online and stuff. And we would hang out like almost every day, you know. So, uh, you know, at, at a certain point, one of my songs, Press Play, was done. Um, and then we just, we just, uh, we just, you know, immediately decided to collaborate on that song. And then um after that collaboration it was like yo what's next you know what what song are we gonna do next yeah and that's how the stickum video uh sort of came about which i did together with another friend of my a friend another friend of my Lawrence. okay um and then you know from that point on we just elevated into duty dance um and i think did we do another video after? I don't think we did another one after. Okay. You had one course, You had one called The Motion? Yeah, The Motion, of course. Yeah, and that was also because of another friend of mine, Robin. Mm-hmm. And that's, he's um, also, you know, part of the team. And him I also know through Meran, you know. So mm-hmm. we first started with him, like, all those years ago when we both started off. And then, you know, him, him giving me the opportunity to create sort of find find a, a song that i, I like that i i made together with Paul, and then just from there on you know uh, me giving him the opportunity to, uh, to to make something out of that and then together we just we just made those videos man and i'm very 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 happy to to know him and um you know he's uh he's a he's a, also a big example for me mm-hmm. when it comes to work work ethic and you know, being on your grind. So, uh, that's cool. yeah, man, I think that's that's how that came about. That's cool, but, um, man. Yeah, m- much more on the way, man. Hey, yeah, that's what I was, that's, that was my yeah. next question. You know, what are, what are the what are the next things coming up? You know, um, I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a music video for Bad. Or I have a music video for Bad. But, okay. Um, yeah, so I shot that also with Lawrence, the one I did the the duty dance and stick him with. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm very happy with the uh, end result, but I know that at this stage, um, Instagram is the way to go for me. So mm. what I did is just I chopped up the whole video and made sure that you know it was gonna look good on Instagram. I took the good part and then put that on Instagram as a sort of a promotion. Okay. Then I used another part to sort of make that you know video that you see when you sometimes play a song on spotify yeah yeah that yeah. video that I, yeah i used i use some of the image images of the video to actually make that um that image that moving image that you see on spotify and then i have some other moments of that video that i may share later on but for me to do a, a whole video music video i i, I need to Make sure that you know at least a, an X amount of people watch it. You know? Yeah, Otherwise, true, 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 true. It's not going to be worth it, and I might as well just use the music video, chop it up, and then use it as a uh, a way to have content on Instagram because I, like I, I know that you know for now it's just it's it's more effective. Yeah, and 
of course my ambition is to make amazing videos music videos with with budget um, that i'll be able hopefully have uh in the near future but you know it's 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 that bridge to youtube is something that you know you need to really have people cross very carefully it's it's something that you know it's to get them there is is hard you know mm-hmm. so i, I want to make sure that i really have the videos the visuals that are strong enough for them to say wow i really need to get off this instagram and hop on this <laughs> youtube thing from from eli green to really see the bigger picture you know yeah 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 i like that man so um you know five let's say five years from now you know where do you kind of see yourself uh you know career-wise in the music industry you know what uh you know, what kind of people would you like to, to meet? Or, you know, if you want to have a feature with somebody, you know, I, I'm not sure of any, you know, artists out there in Netherlands per se, but maybe if there's an artist that you want to collab with out there that you want to maybe say, or maybe in the U.S. or in the U.K., you know, where where where's your mindset at, you know, five years from now? Um, I'll be on your side, man. Hey, let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll be on your side more, most definitely, bro. Like okay. on uh by the end of this year, I'm actually going to go to uh uh LA, I okay. think for 3 months. Nice. Um to just explore, man, to to broaden my horizons, to um to 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 build my network mm-hmm. and uh, see how far uh, the music thing can can take me within the three months okay. and if I catch a vibe and I'm like okay wow this is really the place for me which I intuitively do think mm-hmm. uh, it will be um, I'm gonna you know find a way to apply for a visa and make it work on your side man nice. I don't know why but the U- the US has always stuck with me even though you know the US has not been in the best of spotlights <laughs> Yeah. Uh, as of late, you yeah. know, but yeah. I, I still, I, I don't know. I, I, I got a crush on the city LA when I first went there uh, on a holiday, like in 2018, and I was like, I think there's more for me to do here, and for more for me to see, more people for me to meet. Mm-hmm. So on November, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to LA and and see what I can do. If I catch a vibe, bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there for for long term, man, and make it make it work hey. on that side of uh, of the equator. <laughs> hey, nice, nice. Hey, let me know whenever you out to LA, man, because I'm probably gonna you know I'm probably, I'm probably gonna try to go too. I wanna you know have some like shoots out there and stuff like that, so we can definitely link up. Oh yeah, most definitely. Bro. Yeah, you're from yeah. Atlanta yourself, right? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, right now I'm in uh, Texas, Austin, Texas. Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. yeah, man. But yeah, definitely let cool, me know, man. man. Definitely link up, man. Yeah, cool, definitely. Cool. Facts, facts. All right, man. So yeah, that that pretty much you know wraps up the episode, man. You know, uh, thank you so much for coming on the Kings and Queens podcast. Uh, you know, it's a great pleasure. Me, yeah, bro, great pleasure having you on. Talked about a lot of good key points. Um, you know, if you could leave with one piece of advice, you know, for the Kings of Queens family listening in, you know, what would it be? Um, put yourself out there, man. Just, mm-hmm. just, just put yourself out there. I know that, you know, in this creative world or in this world where there are so many options and there's so many things that we can do, it's very hard to make a, a choice, but go with your gut feeling and, and really just try to pursue it even if it's just 
five minutes, even if it's just sketching up something or, you know, just texting someone, whatever it is that you want to pursue, just try and, 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 and put the energy into it, you know, for, make it from a vision to go from vision to action. And it doesn't have to be that you, 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 uh, from day zero to day mm. one, you should have established a million dollar idea or you should have uh, established a team that's going to work for you. you. That's not realistic, but just go, just go for it. Just, just, just go with your gut feeling and just try, yeah. try whatever it is that you want to try to do, because that's the only way that you're going to find out if it's something for you and if it's really your passion, man. Mm. But um, yeah, that's, that's what the advice I would, I would give. Just, just that's, try it. Go that's, for it. That's great, man. That's great. And, uh, you know, with that, you know, um, you know, what platforms can the, uh, the Kings and Queens family find you on, you know, whether it be Instagram, um, YouTube, Twitter, you know, go ahead and give your handles out. Uh, yeah, man. So, um, you can, uh, find me on Instagram, uh, at Eli Green. So that's E-L-I-G-R-E-A-N. Um, yeah, man, hit me up on there. Um, send me a DM saying that you, um, heard me through kings and queens so we can chat up yes sir you know we can chat it up yeah um yeah man that's where i'll, I'll be uh, most of the time and uh, yeah man let's link up through there okay bro i want to thank you also for you know being uh being a, uh, an amazing host you know yeah. uh, I, uh i enjoyed i really enjoyed doing this podcast yeah, i appreciate it i man. feel that we could we could in we could have a much longer conversation <laughs> i know, you know uh, <laughs> You know, for this podcast, you know, we will just uh, uh, um, put put a put a put a you know pin in it for mm -hmm. now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I, I definitely uh, I'm definitely catching a vibe. So uh, hey, appreciate thank it, you, man. man. Appreciate that. Hey, no problem, no problem. And you know, uh, everyone here with the Kings and Queens family and myself, you know, we wish you nothing but the best and success along your journey. You know, you're definitely a king in the making, which is why you're on the Kings and Queens podcast. And you know, like every like like you said, you know. Yeah, man. You know, keep being consistent. Keep posting on Instagram, you know, because, you know, you're a music artist. You want people to, you know, look at your page and they're like, oh, man, like he's doing this, this and this. So like the things that you're doing with the music video, like you said, you know, posting those snippets so people are allowed to see and then going to get them to, you know, go to YouTube and, you know, find out more about you. You know, exposure is the best thing, you know, selling your brand. That's that's the most important thing. So, you know, once people get a good understanding of, you know, who Eli Green is, you know, you're going to get a lot of people to start rocking with you, bro. So, yeah, keep it up. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Facts, facts. You too, man. Good luck on this uh, Thank journey, you. man. I'm yes. sure you're, you're embarking some uh, some beautiful things. Thank soon. you. Thank you, man. really yeah, appreciate man. it. And, you know, with that, Kings of Queens family, you know, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And, you know, remember, you can find each episode on either SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a five-star review, you know, and uh, definitely, definitely helps. So, you know, episode 22. Eli Green, we out, and uh, that's it. She said she bougie, I said that's the reason I know you. She said I like you, I want you, and don't even know you. Bending it over, she bending it like she's supposed to. She want me to leave, she submissive, she bad and she grown. Baby, she bad, bad to the bone. So bad, I watch how she walk up the stairs. So bad, she want me to pull on her hair. Told her to put it up high in the air.
baby, she fine. I make a wet adrenaline rushing through both of my legs. She said it's my turn, so sit down and relax. Baby, she bad. I call her bad, yeah.